Hey guys, how are you? Welcome into the Tuesday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralt here every single morning on bettingpros.com. This podcast is always being brought to you by BetMGM. And yep, we are back with an offer you guys can take advantage of from BetMGM when it comes to soccer. Man. (laughs) Okay. So we bet France last night, yesterday. And can we now officially put soccer on the blacklist of things we're not going to be betting on. But because I have got to give you a recommendation, you guys did me a solid. It is Discord bet day and you guys voted for a soccer bet. That soccer bet can be used if you go to BetMGM and that risk-free token, $25, the risk-free token. If you want the soccer bet, you go ahead and use it and you will get it back if we do not hit. We're five and eight so far with our Discord wager. So this is kind of a guarantee. A risk-free token is available in your account. Use the token on any Euro 2020 wager with your bet slip. Activate the token and the bet if the bet is applied with the token and it loses, you'll receive your stake back up to $25 in free bets from BetMGM. When you sign up, use that promo code JUICE100. That's how we get our credit for having you guys listen and be a part of us and support. You can do that or you can buy a t-shirt like you're seeing on YouTube. One of these fun little leave, never leave a half unit behind, which I've done over the last couple of days. But BetMGM, cool offer, Discord wager day. It all comes together. and. It doesn't count for the record. Thankfully, the loss from France yesterday does not count for the record, but we're up 3-1. We're up 3-1. And we're all excited. We're all jumping up and down. We're loving life. And they blow it. Not only does France blow a 3-1 lead, just like Spain did, but Spain won over Croatia 5-3. They woke up. No, this goes to extras and France loses. With the best player on the team, one of the best players in the world, Mbappe missing a PK. Bye-bye, France. Kiss of death from Matt Peralt. When I am betting on things in soccer, look out. (laughs) Not good. But the Discord bet is this. Germany and England are playing today. So Germany and England both have to score. It is a both teams to score bet. On the Discord channel chat, what I'm finding is that people don't like to nominate bets that are losing. But that's the whole point of this. And you can't be afraid. Like We had 40 guys at one point who were in the Discord channel stages conversation, and we only had four recommendations. Now, we added one more after the fact that actually was the one you guys picked, our guy TJ from the wonderful bakery in Illinois that we did the fundraiser with, with Cecilia and his wife and all the great stuff we did with those guys. Well, he DM'd me a pic because he was having trouble with his phone. He was trying to announce it over the Discord stage, but his phone was acting up. So he told me a bet on DM. So I posted it, and that's the, the bet you guys voted for. Both teams to score, Germany and England today. Doesn't matter how many times they score. It's just if they score. Minus 120 is the odds for this. You can put a $25 bet down on it, and it's guaranteed to either cash or you guys will get your 25 bucks back thanks to BetMGM if you use it. But that is the soccer bet of the day. And 
It's the Discord bet of the day. So we kill two birds with one stone, and we get to watch Germany and England in a little bit of a sweat-free situation. Basically, both teams have to score. It's not really totally sweat-free, but Germany and England, the total is two and a half. Let's go 1-1, 2-1, somebody wins, right? <laughs> That's what has to happen. So essentially, if you have both teams scoring, I guess you should probably correlate it into the over as well. That would probably be a good way of betting it. Both teams to score and bet the over. 3-3 three, three yesterday goes to PKs and 5-3. So eight goals scored in the first game and six goals being scored in the second game. Will that continue today? Probably not, but you guys voted for it. So that's the play. That's the bet coming up here for, and I will not bet it. It does not count for the it does not count for the the overall record. The France bet doesn't count for the record either. So that's a really fortu- a fortuitous thing for us. So there is your soccer bet for today for the daily juice. Now, hockey last night, man, I got all kind of wacko. So I initially bet under five and a half, over four and a half. Told you that, right? So the over four and a half caches. The under five and a half doesn't cash. And here's what I did in game. I added two more bets at plus money at plus 128. I bet under four and a half. Then later in the game at plus 126, I bet over four and a half. If the Montreal Canadiens, if they keep their composure and they don't piss off the Tampa Bay Lightning, Tampa's not leaving five forwards on a power play And they're not trying to run the score up because the Canadians wouldn't stop being a bunch of whatever. That drove me nuts because I would have cashed two units. Instead, I think I lost like by the way I wagered it. I didn't do it was I I can't remember. It was like ten (laughs) dollars. Okay, it was nothing. I was down like ten bucks after all of that. So four bets. And I lose nothing. And it's just really annoying that that one goal by Stamkos killed everything. It was a five on three. I almost survived it. A minute and a half. And I almost got there where it was would have been a four one final. And I would have middled everything. And that would have been a thing of beauty if I had just been able to pull that off. Unfortunately, that doesn't happen. So there's no hockey tonight. But I am. Look, the Montreal Canadiens are just... <laughs> They're in deep water, man. They're in real trouble, and they know it. They just don't have the offense. They got the defense, but they're up against a real team. Vegas would have gotten spanked, too, by the way. I don't think Vegas would have been. This Tampa team is something else, man. They've got so many great skaters. They've got great goaltending. They're not weak, really, anywhere. Their power play is great. Their PK is phenomenal. They've got incredible skaters who can get in open ice and break you down one-on-one or make spectacular plays for their fellow fellow teammates. Braden Point, Steven Stamkos, I mean, just go down the line of this team is just Kucherov. They're unbelievable. Uh, look, you can go ahead and run if you want to take the plus 375 or whatever it is on Montreal to win the series. Go ahead. OK, but ultimately, the better team is Tampa and they win the cup in six at worst, probably five, maybe in four. I I just can't see it. Tampa's going to run through it. You might go, oh, Matt, it's game one. And the last three cup winners have all won game one and or lost game one and they went on to win the cup. Okay, if you want to bet that, go ahead. But I, I don't believe that's an intelligent wager with games in Montreal or not. It, it, it's it's a mismatch. Okay, Montreal, they may win one or two games in Montreal. Okay, but I just don't believe the Canadians have the horsepower or the offense really to handle this Tampa team. 
Just my personal opinion, not telling you to bet Tampa. It's minus 750 to win the series. No, thank you. Not getting involved with it, but I, I just think Tampa's too good. I think this thing goes five or six, and then it's the cup win for the Tampa Bay Lightning. But so no hockey tonight. So no play on hockey, but I'm still going to be bitter and crying my, you know, crying my Gatorade because of that loss. That kind of stunk. See, here's my Gatorade that <laughs> my red Gatorade that's in camera. Sorry uh, for that. But so no play here. We get the Clippers right. Now, I think that's either four. I think it's four straight NBA bets we've gotten correct. Maybe three, but I think it's four. Uh, we gotten that when my, but plus five and a half for the Clippers. And so hopefully you guys sprinkled a little bit on the money line. Like I always say, bet the dog and then sprinkle a little on the money line. Not a ton. Just take a little on the money line and then you could wind up hitting both like we did last night with that. So, But officially, it's just the, it's the cash for plus five and a half for the Clippers. And, you know, the public was for the most part on the Suns. It wasn't egregiously heavy on the Suns, but for the most part, people came in. In particular, once we learned that Zubak was going to be out. And I said I said it during the Discord chat for the stages conversation. I said, look, you know, we've been here before where we've seen a last second scratch and all of a sudden the, the line's moving and it closed at six and a half. It was five and a half, closed at six and a half because everybody was hammering the Suns. And it's kind of like, hmm, when that happens and everyone's running to the window to go up, oh, they're done. They, 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 without Zubak, they're done. Were they? I mean, we hit the Reggie Jackson prop. Reggie over 19 and a half points. That was nice. So we got that again. He shot the ball really well and scored, scored 23 points. Paul George goes for 41 points and a great win for the Clippers. They stay alive and they go back to Los Angeles now for game number five. And, you know, we'll see how this series will wind up going. And, you know, it's they're alive, right? Or it's game six, rather, right? It's game, sorry, 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 game six. It's three, two. They're alive. Could they force a game seven? Yeah, they could force a game seven. But it's going to be interesting to see how this Suns team responds to some adversity because the small ball Clippers, Ty Lue has got that working. That's a really good lineup for the Clippers. It's been problematic for the Phoenix Suns. And they really, I mean, DeAndre Ayton got abused. Great job by Ty Lue to play small consistently. And Monty Williams will adjust and maybe it's taking Aiton off the floor a bit more, but you know Aiton was great in the first quarter, and he really wasn't there at all in the first quarter because of the moves from Ty Lue. So credit the Clippers coach for making that adjustment, and it led to a, a huge outbreak from Paul George and supporting casts, and Marcus Morris was a monster in the first half. 20 points in the first half for Marcus Morris. So the play today in the NBA, I, I told you one soccer play, one NBA play, and two baseball plays. The NBA play is kind of boring and it's already moving right now. So I would jump on it and shop around or buy the half a point down to six. It's six and a half right now. I got it at six. The second that it came out that Trey Young had a bone bruise, I bet the I bet the Bucks minus six. This is going to be very public. Okay. And 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 we were talking about this on the Discord channel a bit last night where people were like, I love when, you know, the public loses and everyone runs in and says, fade the public. Look, I don't always fade the public. I didn't fade the public with the Bucks in the last game. 85% of the money was on Milwaukee. The public wins, okay? But it's just trying to identify those opportunities that you want to consistently be, if you can, on the other side of the vast majority of people who are betting. If you hear three or four of your buddies say, there's no way X team can lose, bet on them to lose. I'm serious. Like, you get text messages from friends of yours, ah, lock that team's winning tonight bet the other way okay it is not that easy it's never that easy and maybe you lose two times out of 10 
when that happens, but the other eight times are going to cash. So listen to what, listen to your buddies, listen to the bar conversation, listen to what someone says. If they're sitting at the end of the bar and they're yelling or running their mouth, or they're sending you text messages or posting stuff on Twitter, whatever it may be, when you start to see everyone going one way, go the other way. If you look at my Twitter, uh, my Twitter picture, my Twitter picture is me wearing a shirt that a friend of mine designed who works for the Action Network and no, sorry, works for Vison, excuse me. And Josh Applebaum wrote a great book of, on sports betting and it's, you know, look it up on on and Amazon. It's he's a really good guy and he created these t-shirts. It says contrarian better or contrarian bet, I think actually it says. And that's what I've always believed in. I believed in going the other way. I've believed in fading the public. It's just so I don't always do it. I'm not doing it tonight. The play is the Bucks minus six. And the reason is pretty basic. And the same reason why everyone else is going to be betting on Milwaukee minus six is because without Trey Young's offense, they're done. They don't have it. They don't have a B. They don't have someone to turn to. Look, Kawhi Leonard's out. Paul George scores 41. Who on that Hawks team is going to do that? Who? John Collins? No. Lou Williams? No. Bogdanovich? No. Who? That's the problem. They've got an A guard who needs to score 35 a night, but they've got a bunch of B minus C plus role players for a championship caliber contender. And so I don't care if it's just a bone bruise. He's not going to be healthy. He's not going to be able to do the things he normally would do. And as the game goes on, it's going to wear, it's going to hurt. And I'm not positive. It's not an Achilles issue. Okay. They're calling it a bone bruise. Eh, I'm still saying that it may have something to do with his ankle or his Achilles. I'm not buying a bone bruise, but it doesn't matter. He's going to play. Okay. I, I fully expect Trey Young to play. They're going to shoot it up, but it's, I think he'll look a lot like he did in the fourth quarter. And remember what Donovan Mitchell looked like while he was playing on a bum ankle for the Utah Jazz. You have to be perfect. You got to be on. You got to be playing. You got to be shimmying. You got to be doing everything that Trey Young's capable of doing. And that injury is significant to me. So I'm laying the six. I think it could be a Milwaukee blowout. You might go, well, Matt, wait a minute. Milwaukee needed a fourth quarter for the ages from, you know, from Chris Middleton. Yeah, because Trey Young had already scored 35 points. That's why. That's the problem. Trey, everyone's going to be on the under for his props. Probably a good idea. I just think Milwaukee minus six. I'll run with the public here and just maybe it's too easy. Maybe it's too basic. Maybe it's going to blow up in my face and the Hawks win the game going away and it's an ugly loss. Very possible. But I'm going to lay the six with Milwaukee just because I don't think Trey Young's going to be all that healthy. And without him on the floor, they just don't have the offense to keep up with Milwaukee's pace. And, and I don't want to be sweating an under. I would bet the under, but I don't want to be sweating that because what happens if Trey Young does play and scores 30? Bucks might still win by 10, 12, 10, 12, 15 points, even with Trey Young, but the offense may add to the over to the total. And then we're looking at like a 230 total or something like that. So just going to lay the six points with the Bucks here. Bucks minus six. All right. Two baseball games to get into here for a half unit each. And this is the part of the year, as I told you, we're going to have to get into these baseball betting and it's kind of grit your teeth and kind of hold on because it's going to be tough. So one thing that I've told you guys before is I like to bet what I know and I try to get too exotic and I try to, you know, just do the things that I've been paying attention to and bet the things that I know. So the first game I want to talk about is the Rays against the Nationals. Now, this is Rich Hill going to the mound for the Tampa Bay Rays. He pitched last against the Boston Red Sox. It was good to see him pitch. 
Rays are on the road at the Nationals. Joe Ross is going for the Nats. Joe Ross pitched very well in his last outing, and he's pitched pretty well this season against the Miami Marlins. Uh, he pitched seven. Uh, he went seven innings, four hits, no runs, two K, two two walks, eight Ks. Pitched really well. But the time before that, against the Mets, five innings, six hits, five earned runs, five Ks, two home runs given up. But the time before that, against San Francisco, eight innings, five hits, no runs. Okay, so he has pitched decent over the last couple of times. Kind of a a zigzag theory. So if you're zigzagging it, it's going back to where he has been. But he's four and seven with a 4.12 ERA at home. He hasn't been all that great at home. He's been okay at home. Five games started, 26 innings. He's got he's got 27 hits and 17 earned runs. You know, versus him on the road, he's been a better pitcher on the road this year than he has been at home. Ross is hittable, and this offense for the Tampa Bay Rays is coming along here and coming around. It's only minus 115 on the money line, which isn't that bad. It's interleague. I always like taking American League teams when it comes to interleague play. And I think this is a chance here. The first two games, it was a 3-1 win for the Rays and then a 9-7 win for the Nationals. But that's before they called up you know, Wander Franco and this Rays team has been scoring since they got Wander Franco to come on up. And look, they they, they scored eight eight against the Red Sox. They lost. They scored five against the Red Sox, eight, and then one, the four, 13, and four in their last game. So they are scoring defensively. They are better with Wander Franco on uh, on the field at shortstop, and they are better offensively with him at the plate as well. So I'm taking Tampa on the money line here to beat the Washington nationals minus 115 here for a half a unit. Take Tampa to win this game. I, I do like Tampa here uh, to come through and get a win. I know it's always scary with Kyle Swarberg with what he's doing, hitting home runs like crazy. I totally understand that, but you know, hopefully Ross gets hit around. It could be a higher scoring game, but hopefully Ross comes around here. The Rays have won. Six of the last eight starts for Rich Hill. Nationals have lost seven of the last 10 starts from Joe Ross. So money line, raise, minus 115. And then the other, we don't leave a half unit behind, right? As the shirt says. Red Sox and the Royals. Red Sox win yesterday, six to five. They come back here. And this was a bet that was actually recommended on the Discord that I think I, and I agreed with this. And I'm surprised you guys didn't vote this. I'm, if you guys didn't pick it, I was going to use it for myself. And so we're going to use it here. Brad Keller, six and eight with a 6.39 ERA, a whip of 1.8. Yikes. 12 home runs given up. The Red Sox are swinging a hot bat. It is hot in Fenway. Hot, hot, hot. Dave Sherapan, our guy, is supposed to be going to this game at Fenway Park. Okay. This Nick Pavetta season has been really interesting. Six and three with a four ERA, but a 1.2 whip. Not bad. He has given up 10 home runs. So he has been touched up a little bit, but the Red Sox have won all four games against the Royals. Five, three, seven, one. Oh, sorry. They've, they've gone three and one against the Royals. Five, three, seven, one and six, five, the wins. And they lost seven to three to the Royals. I think the Red Sox come back here. The run line is only minus one twelve. Red Sox pound Brad Keller. They pound this bullpen. This team is not very good. The Royals continue to lose. They're 15 and 25 
on the road, <laughs> okay? 15 and 25 on the road. And they're one of the worst teams in the American League. They are 12 games behind the White Sox in the Central. They've lost six consecutive games, three wins in their last 10. They have a negative 64 run differential, and they've got a bad pitcher starting. Let's go Pavetta. Let's go Red Sox over the Royals at Fenway Park on the run line at minus 112 for the other half a unit. Okay, so we've got four bets for you guys. As I said, the Germany-England game, both teams to score. 1-1 or something of that ilk at minus 120 is the discord bet and the euro bet of the day. Those are the two that soccer bet. My plays are bucks minus six. My plays raise minus on the money line minus 115 over the nationals. Red Sox on the run line over the Royals at minus 112. I'll have a player prop, maybe a baseball prop. We will fill up that other half a unit that's out there, half a unit that's hanging. We'll take care of that in the Discord channel, bettingpros.com slash chat to get into that or on Discord, sorry, on YouTube. The link to the Discord channel is underneath me here on YouTube. The picks, follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Every morning, it's the Daily Juice Podcast brought to you by BetMGM right here on bettingpros.com.